you are experiencing HR After Dark, solving the people problems that keep you up at night. We exist to make the people part of business easier for leaders, entrepreneurs, CEOs, and business owners of all kinds. And thank you for tuning in to HR After Dark. I'm your host, Jada Willis, CEO of Willis HR. Today, I'm talking with you about four HR tips for a better 2021. I don't know about you, but I know for a lot of our clients, a lot of businesses in the community, 2020 was was rough. And it was really rough in, in thinking through how to support my team, how to support clients, and then how to even know that I'm following the, the compliance standards that are required in 2020. But I'm focused on 2021. I know it's going to be better for a lot of you. And I want to give you four tips that are going to help you with that, right? So I'm going to jump in. The first thing is training leaders. And I don't just mean training to check boxes. I mean that truly giving leaders the additional development and tools that they need. First off, you can ask them, right? Where do you think that you need the most development or the most help? Because I really want, we being the employer, really want to supply you with training and mentorship that's going to support you as you evolve as a leader. Now, typically, from the HR perspective and what we're seeing, you know, with many uh, organizations is that leaders do need some extra help when it comes to having difficult conversations. And kind of our difficult conversations are evolving because of the pandemic and just, you know, everything that has occurred in 2020. So. Whenever an employee approaches a leader and and they may or may not be of a different race and they say things like, you know, I don't feel like I'm being treated fairly or, you know, I feel like there may be some disparity. And how is that leader responding whenever that employee possibly is bringing up any type of racial sensitivity issues or gender or sexual orientation sensitivity issues? Or just how about, you know what, I'm stressed, I feel anxiety and depression. How are leaders equipped to respond? And and that's where really, even at Willis HR, we're going to focus on providing several leadership training sessions, workshops, and even additional coaching to help our clients and their leaders to, to really be able to be the, you know, the support to their team and also make sure that they're in, in compliance and following state and federal employment laws and just and just really making sure that we're, we're being mindful about the words and actions that we're choosing along the way. But honestly, they're also creating a holistic company that's indicative of your core values, of the culture that the business is creating. So takeaway from that is we have to get the right tools, the right training to our leaders, and we're no longer checking boxes. For leaders that are genuinely not engaged with their employees or not even responding correctly, not only could it result in some t- sort of litigation, but it really could impact the business from a turnover perspective. And we know how hard it is to find good employees. We have to on, and this actually even takes us into the, the second one I want to share, and it's that we need to focus on our employees on a much deeper level. And what I mean by that is I think that in general, I think employees and even from a generational perspective, we were evolving into this. But I think what 2020 has helped most employees realize is that 
you know what, this is, these are strange days and I want to make sure that there's meaning in, in my life, meaning in the, in the work that I do. And I want to be fulfilled. So it's part the employee's responsibility to uh, seek out their own fulfillment, to show up to work with a positive attitude and, and they have their own self accountability, but it's also the responsibility of the employer to genuinely care about their employees and invest in their overall well-being. And so it could be, and when I say invest, there are free things that you do. And it literally is creating a culture of care and concern and, and please and thank you. And making sure that all leaders, so from the top down, understand that we gotta we have, yes, our clients and we want to take care of our clients, but we have our internal clients too. And that's our team. They're usually in the front line. They're usually helping and, and being the support to our customers or even putting together the products or the services that, that we offer. And it's, it's really important that we get to know them as people, even if it's doing personality assessments and learning about their triggers, learning about what's important to them, and then helping even the employee with understanding themselves and then understanding how they relate back into the workplace. Bare minimum, it's the employer's responsibility, it's the leader's responsibility to connect that employee back to how they fit into the company goals, how they fit into the core values, the mission of the organization. And this is a time to take a deeper look at your mission. Is it reflective of truly where you're going and what you want to be known for as a business, as an organization? And how can you connect back to your employees, that they they are a part of this. Without them, there would be no product, no service, that sort of thing. So it's it's really important. And obviously, we can help you with that from a Willis HR perspective. But that's the focus is making sure that there's there's meaning and changing of mindset in the workplace. And that also ties back to it does start with leaders. It starts with the managers. And making sure, because those are the folks that have the direct impact every day or very often with those employees. And, you know, I like the old saying of people don't quit jobs, they quit bosses. And I think that right now it's, it's honestly of employees leave because they're not feeling either in valued or empowered or engaged or fulfilled in the workplace. And, and that is important. It's more than just a paycheck. It's, is my presence and my efforts and talents, are they meaningful? Am I connecting? And I'm actually producing something that's good for the company. And is my work seen? So take those nuggets back. Well, moving into this just a little bit further is, is actually the cross training, which will build back into employee morale. So this is our, this is our third uh, tip for you for 2021. So this tip is all about cross-training your employees. Focus on, and a lot of companies are really going to a more agile approach of collaboration and less from that standard hierarchy. However, however your business is established, focus on cross-training. Again, what 2020 has shown us is that we really need to make sure that our employees are not in this silo and even if that, you know, the person in the next apartment goes out or there's no one else to fulfill their duties, we need to make sure that there are other employees that have a basic understanding of other roles and responsibilities within the organization. It's a just a, it's a win-win for everybody, right? And how do you get this information? So 
leaders and employers, you can actually send out questionnaires and career development questionnaires. We actually have a, a couple documents and examples on willishr.com, but you can send out these, these questionnaires just to ask, you know, where do you see yourself in one to three years, five to 10 years? What types of training would you like? What types of other roles and responsibilities would you like to learn more about within our company? And just learn about, or is there a skill that I'm currently not using and I'd like to use in the workplace or in my job? Ask those questions because again, we don't have to create all of the answers. We just really need to ask our employees, uh, where, they, where do they see themselves? And then if you've already done the personality assessments, you're already connecting back to how does their personality mix with this new opportunity that you're about to present them with. So cross-training is such a big win-win because it really does help from a succession planning standpoint uh, for companies. It also helps from a morale. And it really does create this extra layer of engagement from employees because they understand they're more invested in the company as a whole. So just in case we do have more of, you know, COVID-19 spikes and unfortunately employees are out of the business or sick and, and things of that nature, you from a business standpoint are in a far better position if you do have employees that have knowledge and or expertise in other departments um, and other roles and responsibilities. So it's all about cross-training. It's all about leading your team effectively in 2021 and honestly efficiently because it totally makes sense if you don't even have to necessarily hire another employee, that there are there are individuals in your team that actually take up some of that slack and it, it reduces uh, one, possibly a couple more from a headcount perspective. All right. So the last but not least, and you know I had to say this, I am HR, but compliance updates. And 2020 was filled with so many compliance updates, so many updates from an employment and, and labor law perspective. And so I'm really seeing, I'm looking at the HR trends that are coming for 2021. I think that there'll be additional requirements for, at the state level for businesses requiring harassment-free training, harassment-free workplace training, sexual harassment training. New York is already one state that participates. There are several states to, to come. So let's, this is something that should be happening. You, you should want to do this because it's a, it's a prevention tactic. It's a prevention tool that organizations use to ensure that employees know, obviously there's a, a harassment-free workplace, there's anti-discrimination according to your employee handbook and your policies, but employees know and understand what is harassment, what is discrimination, and what types of behaviors to avoid doing or participating in. And then also how to report, how to report these complaints because there is the, the bystander uh, rule as well. And so basically, if you are observing, you could be still not just as guilty, but a part of that complaint and possible litigation. And so it's really important from an employee perspective, from a culture perspective, that we do honestly have a harassment-free workplace. But you have to first give your employees, give your leaders the tool to understand what it is and what not to do. So you're setting the expectations, you're setting the rules, and not just because it's legally required, but also it's the right thing to do. It's the right thing for the business. All of this, if all of this happens in the sense, all of this being there's some type of harassment or sexual harassment situation or scenario that occurs, guess what it does? It takes away our focus from the mission and from the day-to-day -day operations. It disrupts business. 
And it's going to cause some really uncomfortable and or possibly detrimental impact to occur to our employee base. So these are prevention tactics that, that you should use, you being the leader, to help your employees, to help your leaders. Now, I will say one more thing. It's that this harassment-free training or even sexual harassment training, it's going to be different for employees versus leaders. Leaders have additional duty to act, and they may even have some possible uh, legal type of responsibility. So technically, employees can still sue employers and their leader as well, just depending on what the situation was and what occurred. And so uh, leaders need to be trained on understanding how to handle, how to respond, what to do if there is a scenario or situation that occurs. And it's not just around harassment, but it could be in relationship to off-duty conduct could be, you know, governing what we do from a social media aspect. There are, there's going to be an evolution and some changes when it comes to compliance updates in 2021. And I recommend that you stay in touch with us, with Will's HR, get on our newsletter. We're going to send out legal alerts, but just get involved, stay in touch. Those are four HR tips for a better 2021 and definitely check back into willishr.com because we do have trainings coming up for our clients and for our preferred partners. So thanks so much. We're so excited for what's to come and I hope you get some sleep tonight.